Welcome back, Disruptors, to the 78th episode of the Oligarchy Disruptor podcast with your host, Ben L. Leon. Of course, we have Ashley Downing with us as well. Hey, guys. All right. So today we have another amazing episode for you. We're going to jump right into it. We're starting off right away a video showing the 75-year-old man. I'm sure you guys have all seen it in Buffalo. Uh, getting uh, pushed over, mowed over by these police, um, and they sent shockwaves throughout social media. Uh, this video itself, I was just telling Ashley, like uh, seventy, closing in on seventy-five million uh, right now. <laughs> uh, so let's go ahead and just watch and see what you guys think. <laughs> Okay, so like let me just rewind this real quick for you guys. So like keep in mind their whole argument is that this man tripped, right? Like they're gonna use like their uh, their whole normal script they always use, like, oh he tripped or they put the blame on them, the other person somehow, and look at what happened. So like they say he tripped and like clearly like as we go along here nothing happens it's a simple exchange and then all three of them reach out push him over and down he goes and blood oh and that's like that one scene that everyone that went very viral and do you see that other officer it looks like he puts his hands on that guy's shoulder like pull it like pulling him back as the guy is holding his baton as if yeah. he wants to look because he wanted to help him because his instinct was to help him look i don't even think it was to help him because then this guy keeps on walking and if you see that guy but he pushed him through because i think that's like their protocol that's that's what it says to me but i don't know it could be something else like he i think it like, looked like he wanted to keep on beating on the guy that's what i think it looks like and that guy it looks like he's the only one who cares that the guy's bleeding Okay, let's go ahead and just uh, what uh, press play and see how it kind of rest of the plays out. So for those of you that are listening, this is the reporter saying this, uh, the yeah. people that are holding the cameras uh, of the video that we're watching. Uh, very interesting. And basically that's the end of it. So let's go ahead and uh, rewatch to see like any interesting part uh, that we have that we really miss here. I'll explain. <laughs> oh wait, I'm gonna take away the sound so it doesn't sound really annoying. But yeah, so like, Here we go. It's like the man is down at this point. Back from the beginning. I don't know why it gets greeny in the beginning. Yeah. And then it gets to like great quality. But basically the, the guy walks up, right? Simple, normal, simple exchange. He stands upright. I don't see any like giant 
gestures or anything, my own opinion. Yeah. And then, like, let's we watch this a little more carefully. What happens? As that third one kind of joins behind them, I think they're like screaming something or something. And then all three of them join in and just throw that 75 year old man over. And yeah. See, I don't know from what I'm seeing, it doesn't look like that guy in the, I don't, I don't see that third guy hitting the him. I see this third guy as being the only person who is de-escalating the situation. Like it almost looks like oh. he comes up to try to stop it. Wait, he, I feel like he, oh wait, no, that was his other hand. My, yeah, you're right, actually. And this guy on the side, he looks like he shoves him even more than the other guy. Yeah, this one in front, right? Like, uh, yeah. Like this guy right here. Uh huh. Yeah. Which is. And then the one to the, the right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then the one in the front on the right looks like he kind of puts his hand over too. Like he's like they both shoved him. That's horrible. Look how uh, like for those of you that are listening, like his blood is like pouring out of his ears. Like, like I'd be shocked. Like I'd be scared if I saw this like in person. Like I'd be serious. I'd be I'd be seriously scared. It's. It's scary just to see this in general. I mean, the way that they're walking first off is scary. You know, if, if, if I was this old man, you know, and I saw these officers walking up when literally, even if he was protesting, he's peacefully protesting. It's not like he was, like you had mentioned, there's no large gestures or any type of inkling that he was verbally you know abusive to them or anything like that and then it escalates to this this is what happens when you have the fucking bullies cops are fucking bullies bro i'm i'm not sorry to say it but they're fucking bullies they take it they're power hungry they're power hungry and they love their position and like i they love that they can do this to people well, and we, it's kind of like what we were talking about earlier. Um, with the conviction rates and stuff, like that they can get away with it, that? Yeah, well, and we were also talking about the situation, well, this situation, um, you know, when we were discussing how we were going to talk about this on the, this episode, you know, that if the police officer was an average, you know, any in any other profession, if he, he wasn't a police officer, this would be plain and simple assault charges, right? And just the simple fact that this person has a badge makes their makes this ginormous gray area. And it's like, why do we have this gray area? Because of somebody's profession. And I get it that there are certain situations that they're put in that are riskier, but this is not one of, clearly we saw this situation, right? This was not one of those situations. George Floyd, not one of those situations, you know? So it's just scary that somehow society has allowed this huge gray area for police officers. You know, if this was even, we were talking about, you know, no matter what other, their profession was, you know, they could be extreme, extremely wealthy, prominent politicians or world leaders. If you put your hands on somebody else, it's assault. Mm -hmm. 
at the end of the day it is you know um and that's what i think is really interesting that the cops to completely dismiss and what they yeah. are always saying about like uh once again like using going back to those excuses in this case they use excuse oh yeah he just tripped you I, we just played it back to you several times you guys you guys clearly saw and for those of you that listening clearly heard that he um it, it was completely their fault they shoved him uh two of those officers in the beginning i thought it was three but he just kind of came up behind them and didn't put his hand and actually touch him but both officers in front actually did push them over he did not trip on anything he was shoved the truth is that he was shoved that 75 year old man that was standing upright you saw make no aggressive gestures he didn't run up on them or anything he didn't have a knife no no weapon yeah. He has something well, in his hand. And you know, I it's it's really disheartening to me that a lot of the things that we've been seeing on social media or even just talking with my family and friends, it's been a lot of um negative things about the looting and about pro like negative things about the protesters instead of uh sharing things like this, you know, where mm -hmm. we're fighting for um justice equal equal justice for everybody um for black lives in particular and we're fighting for it to end police brutality mm. this is stuff that we should be sharing we should be sharing the fact that police are still being brutal are still using excessive force even though we are fighting for this very thing to be abolished um and i think the reason why we're not sharing those things is because people are trying to, um, and me included, honestly, I'm not going to ever, you will never hear me say fuck the police ever. I, I will not say it. Um, so you have people who want to protect police, um, specifically because they have friends and family who are in um, those law enforcement fields or emergency services. Um, but that's no excuse to not share this, this type of thing. Because although there are good people out there in those professions, there are a lot of bad people. And the bad people are who we are trying to talk about right now so that we can t fix this problem that we have. And not sharing what police are doing right now is not helping the situation. It's not, right now, police don't need to be protected. You know, <laughs> well, this is not, this is where, this is where police need to be um, tr more transparent. You know, we need to really see what they're doing. They need to be held accountable. They need to be yes. held accountable for their actions. That's the, exactly. They need, yes. We need to get back to the foundation, get to the source of the issue. That's what our politicians and our government always fails to do. They always fail to get back to the root, the core of the issue, why these things are happening, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's a really important step that really needs to happen with the police. And it just goes back, like I mentioned in previous episodes, um, if you guys have um, listened in on, and, or watched those, uh, definitely do so. But I mentioned how um, their foundations is from like racism, uh, from the KKK. Uh, yeah. They're like, even they're like, you know, that star, uh, like 
thing that like sheriffs have or whatever or that like cops have all of them have it like that whatever that a cop Mm -hmm. like star symbol that is actually goes back way back to the kkk like they used to have those same shape stars like it's literally the same like it's crazy like it's like a symbol of like oppression literally uh to have like that star on them uh so that's 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 i thought that was pretty profound in and of itself um but we need to address things like that um Mm. things like i think uh earlier today i read how the governor of north carolina believe or uh, yeah um or virginia maybe uh he is taking down the statue of robert e lee i believe i think it was in richmond virginia yeah, I'm pretty sure that's in Richmond. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, they wouldn't do that in North Carolina. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, so they, whatever state it was, um, they removed uh, that that symbol, which is uh, leads up to that the Confederate flag. All that shit needs to go away. Um, all the people that don't acknowledge their privilege need to fucking just realize like what's going on, like check back into reality and. Uh, be sympathetic to what's really going on and we need to all meet the moment you know and that's why so many people I feel like are they feel so compelled you know because I feel like uh, everybody really knows about the situation and everybody has their own thoughts in it and we all know it's there we all know it has been there and it's like ingrained in all of us aka racism if you guys haven't caught on already but I feel like people feel a duty to like call it out, you know? And like, mm-hmm. that's why like it's being a thing for like people to like call out even the family members. Like that's becoming a thing now on like social media. Like people are just going after like racism in general. Everything is being looked at through a racial lens right now. I think it's very interesting, um, but it's very positive as well. I think for the black plight, it needs to happen. There needs to be attention to them. Uh, they've been completely oppressed throughout the entire history as a fucking, um, a, as a race, um, and a, a people. So, uh, very, yeah. very terrible. So, um, but let's, uh, that's enough of that. I feel like, uh, let's go ahead and jump into the next, um, resource that we have before you, which is a continuation of the same issue. Um, yes. Uh, you gonna... Links perfect. Yeah. So, um we have updated news showing how 57 police the the buffalo officers resigned from the emergency response team after the two cops were suspended okay so like from that group of people that we saw in that previous um video two of those police officers were suspended i'm assuming those are the two police officers that actually physically contact contacted him and pushed him to the ground, uh, causing him to, to, to get harmed. Um, so everybody else in that team that you saw, that giant team, they were also, they also resigned from their post. Um, so that, that just right away screams to me, I was mentioning this to Ashley earlier, that like these people are just willing to go down in flames for each other, you know? Like these people like, are like blood brothers and or whatever to them to each other and which is like cool and like i get that i'm like but at the same time 
you're like choosing to protect people that are doing wrong just because they work with you or like you're their brother you have like a connection mm-hmm. with them but that's not why you're there bro like you're there to uh, protect and serve literally serve and protect yes um so like that that's what's really wrong about the situation and that's the error of their thinking uh, i that's my perception at least uh, but let's go ahead and kind of like dig into this article. Let me zoom in a little bit here for you guys. Um, well, if I can just say something about what you just said too, I yeah, seen a lot of signs with the protests about um, calling out police as being the the largest street gang that we have in the United States. And the way that you described the police um, alliance, I guess, is how you could describe it, is exactly how people describe gangs, right? that they are willing to go down for the, for everybody else in their group, that they're willing Literally. to protect, to lie, to cheat, to commit crimes for their brethren, you know? And um, I get it in a profession like uh, law enforcement, you do need to know that the people around you have your back. But unfortunately, we have come to a time where police officers are now feeling threatened if they do not go along with this because will that person come to your aid now if you are in trouble as their fellow police officer Mm -hmm. um so i think that you have this kind of like gangs you know like you have to kind of fall in line and if you don't then your life may be on the line if something happens literally that's what's crazy about the situation like Mm -hmm. more people need to wake up to like what you like that's just I don't know. Um, but let's go ahead and just dive into this. Uh, so the 57, uh, well, first I want to mention that John Evans, uh, we have a quote here from him. He is the president of the B- Buffalo Police ben- uh, Benevolent Association. And he was the one that actually announced the, their resignation at a press conference on Friday. Um, and he said, quote, 57 resigned in disgust because of the treatment of their of two of their members who were simply executing orders. So what, like right away, they're like, okay, so like they use the word disgust, right? Like, I mean, what are you supposed to, what are you supposed to like think about what's going on with them? Like, and how people are gonna perceive this situation? Like, obviously this is a fuck situation. Like like i don't know what how many videos it's gonna take of people getting mistreated and beaten on the side of the street and getting thrown and getting tear gassed i was reading that a girl died earlier today like a 16 year old or something like that died because she had asthma asthma yeah and it caused her to die um so i mean you know what? Yeah, I'm sorry, but dear 57 police officers whom resigned, I'm disgusted with you. I am disgusted that you think that what these two officers did was okay enough for you to be willing to lose your job over this. A 75-year-old man was on the street bleeding from his ear because of something your coworkers did, and you are willing to lose your job over that? Thank you for resigning, actually. Bye. We don't want you back. And then I kind of want to bring attention to this part as well. So like uh, that second part where it mentions uh, the treatment of the two of two of their members 
who were simply executing orders. Orders. Right? So, like, they also uh, put up the blame also on, like, their leadership or whatever, uh, not taking the blame directly themselves, which is, I guess, a safe route to go in their shoes, I guess. That's probably, like, the best argument they could come up with, them and their lawyers. But the air of that thinking is that, like, one, you're not fucking soldiers, you know? So, like, I don't know, like, you're not excused, like, you're civ- like, that's the difference between you guys and, like, the military. Like, that's supposed to be the fucking difference. But you exactly. guys are the fucking Gestapo, and you guys are bullies and just beat the shit out of everybody, you fucking, like, psychopaths. Oh, it gets me so bad every time we see those videos. But, like, it doesn't, it gets me so mad because people still defend them so much and then they still do so much wrong over and over and over again. Like, people are still, like, the George Floyd challenge is a thing. Like, fuck those people. Um, and then I was reading that a cop yesterday, uh, I forget, in some, like, southern state, she put her knee in, like, that same position on, like, someone's neck on, like, some bystander's neck. A, a police officer did this to some woman. So, mm-hmm. like, they're not even stopping, even right at, like, during this, like, during this movement, even. Like, that's fucking yeah. wild to me. Um, I don't know. Well, and that's why, honestly, I'm extremely happy that this has gone on for this long. Um, it, and that so many different countries have also joined in on this movement. I mean, it, it genuinely it has become a movement. And I hope that it continues as such because... like you just said during all of this people are still doing the exact same thing groups of officers are saying that they are following orders um which also means that their boss their higher-ups are telling them that this type of force is okay and that's what that's like that's the whole point of this like is that it's like so ingrained in the system and that's why it's like it's institutional racism you know Mm -hmm. like it it's not like a new phenomenon this is like like i said earlier on even in this episode and previous episodes it goes back to their very inception you know like i don't know why you guys thought ever thought that like you could take people that literally fuck like literally were out in a they joined a club that specifically their sole purpose is to kill black people and those people became the police officers police <laughs> and protecting to serve and protect the community they're the ones that oppress us they're the ones that keep the system in power you know but there's people that among us that also support them and it's frustrating because like I also understand both sides the people that support the police I mean and the people that don't because there are good cops and we we all know there's good cops out there the thing is that they don't speak up you know even if they let's say they are good cops most of the time those good cops don't speak up and sometimes I'm sure even join in on those those uh events that's what's sad about it you know like it it just trickles down it's like a generation after generation of police like 
and it's everywhere it's it's all well over, and i think all over the country. i think that just uh, like we're asking ourselves now um you know how did we get to a point where um where so many black lives have been lost that this is the type of situation that we're in where a movement is needed and violence has erupted and rioting protesting has turned into rioting you know we ask ourselves why is this violence happening why is why are people so upset why about this aspect right but what we should also be asking ourselves on the police side why are there we all know that there's good cops why are those good cops not coming forward why have we created an environment in law enforcement where good police cannot come forward without being ostracized, without their physical safety being uh, at risk, and without um, threat of losing a promotion. Or, you know, it's, it's, I can see why they don't. And it's, it's also because people are dying you know um but we also have to ask ourselves too like this is why we need police reform because the good cops that are there are not able to come forward without themselves being threatened and that's wrong we need to change the police environment not only their environment i feel like it's also like they're complete like i feel like it's a, a complete oh sure overhaul All right, so I think that's a great place to wrap up. Thanks again for everybody that's tuning in to this episode. Thank you for giving us your time and attention today. And if you haven't done so already, definitely do check us out on our social media pages. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, you name it, we got it. On our website, if you didn't know, we also write articles. Ashley's a phenomenal fucking writer. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I'm okay. I don't want to uh, be ragged up or whatever. Yeah, uh, decent. Uh, but whatever. So yeah, definitely. You're wonderful, uh, Bennett. Uh, thanks, thanks. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, but yeah, definitely go check it out, guys. If you haven't done so already, uh, we definitely appreciate that. And uh, definitely subscribe and write us a review on our Apple Media, our Apple Podcast. If you're listening on there, yes, Much appreciate it for those people that do that. And uh, with that, we will see you on the next episode. Thanks again, guys. And yeah. Bye, Bye guys.